0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning back in to Big Girl Things with Tamika and Laura. Today we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic that I think you all could relate to. So we're going to be talking about anxiety, and today we're going to be sharing some of our experiences and how we've overcome anxiety in the past.
1: So Tamika, um, what would you, how would you describe anxiety? And I think that's a really
0: good question because everyone's experiences of anxiety and understanding um, anxiety can be really different and broad. But mm. my understanding, and the way that I like to look at it, is Depression and anxiety absolutely come hand in hand and and some people experience both and and some people experience one or the other. Um, I think about depression in worrying about um, or stressing about things that have happened in the past Mm -hmm. and really letting them weigh you down at at certain times. And I guess when we think about anxiety, um, it's sitting in that uncertainty and that unknown about the future.
1: I never thought of it that that way Mm. to see depression, anxiety as something. Would you say that they come hand in hand? If you're prone to be anxious, you're also prone to be a bit depressed because you. It's the same. It's similar to focusing on things that we can't control.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And I guess from my experiences, like and Mm. to be open and vulnerable, that you know, in the past, I. It, it did come hand in hand for me. Yeah. Um, I guess you know, and it is sitting in that um, in that space of um, control, and I think that's a really um, powerful word. In that, I think. Um you know when we are sitting there and focused about something that has happened in the past, mm. it is it, it, it is it's uh, that uncertainty, and then using probably those past experiences to worry about what might be coming up in the future too. So that's, that's how true. I yeah
1: yeah I'm totally totally get you. I think um, yeah I'm gonna be like super honest and open about mm. it as so well. It's so funny because depression is such a common thing now, but mm. we still feel so like ashamed when we talk about. I don't know about you, but like mm. I still feel like I have to apologize for being. Mm. To having um, been depressed before, it's like almost a burden that you have to share with someone. Um, But it was a big part of my life. I think at 16, Mm. um, I was in a really bad way. I was Mm. um, thinking about all the things that I shouldn't be thinking about. Mm. Like, what is happiness? What is life? And and I was was just really trapped in my own head with no answers. Mm. And so for a really long time, I assumed that depression was normal. And Mm. this is how I used to... Caught with things, I was a bit sadistic, narcissistic, Mm. um, anything to protect my ego, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that really led on to when I started college, I started experiencing anxiety, you know, because now you've got, you know, you're in the big world now. You make your own decisions. So Mm. what's my next step? Mm -hmm. Um, And I started breaking down into anxiety attacks like daily. Wow. Can I stop you, Laura? I really Mm. want to go back to that because I think it's,
0: um a lot of people I guess they don't understand when they're in that moment and when they realize what anxiety is mm. you know there's so many people and um we can dev- define anxiety and panic attacks quite similar to a heart attack the yeah. similar symptoms you know the um, heart racing the chest pain um shortness of breath um you know all these similar symptoms can you tell me when was the moment that you realized what you're experiencing was anxiety
1: Ooh, that was tough Um, I grew up in, so for those of you who don't know, I grew up in Malaysia, Mm -hmm. um, and back there, talking about your mental health, terming things like ADHD, depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety, it wasn't a common thing. I didn't even know what to call it. Wow. I didn't know I was having an anxiety attack until I, like, I called an ambulance, I had to be taken to the hospital, and then they told me, oh, no, you're fine, you're not dying. (laughs) You've just got an anxiety attack. So that was Mm -hmm. my first... Um, experience with that and I was like oh now I know the term it's Mm -hmm. called an anxiety attack yeah so I know when I'm having these episodes and it's I don't I don't know because I never stopped to to realise what it was I thought it was just part of a bigger goal that I was seeking or searching for which was Happiness? Yeah. And I tried that in so many ways. Like you put pressure on yourself to be a certain way, to be the perfect girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That was actually when the first time I had my anxiety attack because I was, having, I was in a really toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? So you try to please other people in in you know in search of self worth and validation. Mm-hmm. And like when that all crumbles down, should, as we all know in toxic relationships, it's not a it's not a two way street. Mm-hmm. One plus one never equals two. It's always something else. It's like oh so you don't love me now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was just like, oh my God, no, and you start doubting yourself. I, but I think that's one of the things that I don't hold as a, um, as an embarrassing thing, past that I have anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, that was the beginning of me understanding oh, what depression was, what anxiety was. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I associated myself with those things. Mm-hmm. Those were my identities. Yeah. Um, and I knew how to do them so well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, that, that was my beginning. Yeah, that's huge, Laura. Thanks so much for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it
0: is, it is absolutely so important that we steer away from that shame and, mm. you know, that, that guilt in a sense, isn't it, that we can't, um, you know, we can't express this is how we feel. Like where society is slowly changing and, and we'll get there over time, but I think there's still a lot of work in um, encouraging people to, um, to be open and being vulnerable mm. and, you know, sharing these because, and, and like us, there are so many people that can connect and resonate with what we're saying and, mm. and what we're going through. Um, So I think that's huge. And I had a similar experience, Laura. Mm. I was, um, I think I might have been, um, I experienced it for some years before I actually realised what it was. Um, And to share a little bit about my story, um, I grew up in a small rural town. Um, You'd say in a lower um, socioeconomic environment. So, um, and my family's, my family experienced mental health issues as it was. So at Mm. that time, I didn't understand what it all was. I just I knew my mum had anxiety and I knew my my mum had depression, but I didn't realise that's what I was experiencing as well. Mm. It wasn't until a few years later um that I was driving and I had these really tight chest pains and I remember calling um calling a friend um on the phone. I'm like, I can't breathe properly. Like Mm. I'm like I I don't know what's happening and she encouraged me to go to the hospital and it was similar experience to yourself mm. The the doctor assured me you're just having an, ang- an anxiety attack you're and just, like, having, just an- having an anxiety attack <laughs> exactly. I, feel like, I feel like I'm going to die um and I ended up going to see my GP and from that point um I was experiencing um depression and anxiety she referred me on to um a psychologist and later on I um ended up getting medicated um, which which goes on to what we were talking about before. There is, you know, there's such a, that stigma around, um, you know, being medicated and going on antidepressants and, and seeing a therapist. But I tell you what, and I will tell anybody, I think it's the most uh, beneficial thing you can do for your mental health um, to see a therapist.
1: Mm. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Like, <clears throat> as long as we can get caught up in our own thoughts, mm-hmm. if there's no new input, why would there be a new outcome, you know? Absolutely. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um and like saying, like seeing that as well, like not all psychologists are don't like always take their word for gospel always mm. follow how you feel like a great psychologist for one person mm-hmm. might not be able to relate to you and hence they won't be the best psychologist for you that's exactly
0: right Laura and you know with psychology we understand that there's so many different theories and there's so many different frameworks that psychologists could use and um mm. and, and approaches so one one approach might work for one person and and not for another mm. and it's the same with personality personalities as well like we might have um, you know we're in control of our, our GPS, our the plumbers that we call, mm-hmm. um uh, internet providers, things like this. We should be in control of um, you know our therapists. If we don't gel with them, that's totally 100%. okay. Yeah, mm.
1: they're going into your mind. Yeah, if you're sharing your deepest dark, darkest thoughts with them when you're already vulnerable. You want to be in a safe place. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think that's huge. Yeah, hopping into the the topic at hand. Yeah. Um. So Tamika, what? do you do Mm. when you're in anxiety
0: i think something that i've really um learned over the years is knowing that one strategy is not always going to work it's a toolbox you know over time we're going to to learn different strategies and i guess um different things that will get us through one moment and i think you know putting all that together and, and using it as, as a toolbox to pull out at, at different times, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I a couple of my staples I go to is, is journaling. Oh, um, right. Yeah, um, I think that, that's really helpful um, when I am in a really, I guess, really anxious moment. Um, my thoughts are going 100 million miles an hour. Mm. Um, I can't control it. Yeah. Um, journaling might be really good. However, I'm mm. going to be the devil's advocate here and say, sometimes when you're in that moment sitting and journaling or reading a book or being um mindful is not going to help so something that i've absolutely learned is the gym the gym was my biggest outlet um, right. of what i i learned like i learned as a coping skill to um, get my body moving we need that that um that regulation um body movement Um, it's been a huge thing for me. And even going back to, if we talk about, um, you know, um, co-regulation as well. So regulation skills with going to the gym or doing something on your own is awesome. But that co-regulation is amazing. And something that I found within my partner, Matt, Mm -hmm. or even a friend is having that person to sit down there and talk through and help Mm -hmm. rationalize your thoughts.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny because I was just having this conversation with another friend the other day and, and I was hearing her explain, like, her anxious moments. It was like, and there's a common thing with anxiety. It's almost like you can't really explain why you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. It's always, almost certain that it's a problem too small to mm-hmm. be feeling that mm-hmm. that severe over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we were chatting about it and we were saying that maybe it's because, um, you know, your emotions are like, a stack of books mm. every time you experience something bad or you've um you know had someone judge you for something yeah, so. those books get stacked up and if you don't deal with them on the daily it becomes a really tall pile and when mm-hmm. that stack gets hit over you're feeling not just that that instance and that um, that situation itself, but all of the books set mm-hmm. up and you're like, oh my God, my life is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, nothing else. I'm not with anything. My relation is terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing well at my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think for myself, how that has, how I've really helped myself in mm-hmm. those situations, mm-hmm. when the books are all falling down on you, mm-hmm. is to, Breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> breathing. I would absolutely agree
0: with that. Mm. Bre-
1: breathing. Such a, like, um, something so small, I never thought would make such a big difference mm-hmm. for me, but just, cause when you, you, you're so used to, your body is really in, flow mm-hmm. with your mind if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I know it sounds a bit stupid now, mm-hmm. but like when you're anxious, your breath shortens. Oh absolutely. Right? Yeah. When you're happy, you're elated, you have deep breaths, mm-hmm. when you're calm, you have deep breaths. Yes. So yeah. by forcing your body to do the actions of the outcomes that mm-hmm. you want, does that then help you calm your mind down? Mm-hmm. So I've had that concept some way and then I've practiced it. So yeah. um, even on the daily I'll practice it when I'm feeling like a bit anxious or notice i'm starting to be anxious i start taking breaths i'm like yes in and out yeah and suddenly you almost feel instantly calm yes yeah so it's practicing those things on the daily for me and then doing anxiety i'm yeah. just like all right just be still and just breathe yeah and then the next thing is to be kind to yourself yes i love that yeah there's one thing that I chant it's really weird when I get really anxious I like I'll breathe and I'll chant I love myself I love myself I love myself and it's the hardest thing to believe in the moment but it keeps me safe because no bad thoughts are going in
0: Laura that is beautiful that is and that really resonates with me as Mm -hmm. well and I'd love to share a little um a little bit of my experience with that because it's something that I've learned over time as well with the breathing and absolutely when when you're in the moment, you can't you can't always be like oh breathe. But if we do it on the daily, then you know every day, and when when that mm. anxiety comes up, then you're like, yeah, let let's go back to that breathing. Mm. I remember um, I went for a job interview, um, not that long ago, and my anxiety <laughs> was so heightened. I was like, you know, leading up to it, I'm like. Telling myself, I'm like, uh, you know, I journaled about it. I was like, you know, I am worthy of this position. Um, these are my experiences. This is my evidence to say that I say that I can do this. Mm. But going into that interview, I could just feel like in my body, I could feel my, you know, I felt sick. Mm. I felt like I was getting sweaty palms. I was, I was shaking. I walked in. Mm. Um, I met with the HR lady, and the best, the first thing that came to my mind was just talk. Just talk, um, start a conversation, and start talking your way through. Don't forget your name. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had a really genuine conversation. So I'd like to say, like, probably one of my skills is, um, you know, strengths is, um, you know, engaging with somebody and just having a, you know, just having a chat and being real. Mm. She walked away, um, and I could feel my body, and I just told myself, just breathe in Mm. and out. And I tell you what, the five minutes that I was waiting there, I just in like through my belly deep breathing in and out and I just slowed everything down and I told myself like even sliding just like listen to, to me now like starting to slow my voice down and just how calm yeah. that feels instantly mm-hmm. I walked into that interview um and it was one of, it was the best interview I had like <laughs> I got the job it was like it was amazing mm-hmm. um and yeah it, like I couldn't i couldn't say anything better than focusing on your breath i think that's a very valid point so thanks for sharing that
1: oh wow that that's yeah. what, that really does like take it like you know you have to you could, it's all good and well when you have all these tools in your bag but you got to know how to use them as yes. well yes it's like in that moment oh. all right <laughs> especially in that moment i like to always like to to preface this that my, my a lot of my friends they always ask me why are you so serious about this all the time you're being so harsh on yourself are you overthinking things i'm like no i just really strongly believe that when you've got good days that's the time where you really need to start working on yourself yeah because when it's like a it's like a hole in the roof right mm-hmm. doing on a sunny day there's no need to patch the roof mm-hmm. but when it's raining now it's too late to patch the roof mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it oh my god so then and you know when it's raining and the rain's coming through your house and you've got someone next to you saying oh don't worry about it's gonna be okay it's raining (laughs) yeah
0: that's great i love that i really love that that's a perfect way of explaining it um and it's going back to it so little steps every day and it's the same as like when we are if we're already in the moment, we're already experiencing anxiety or depression Mm. and we haven't been practicing these skills, we don't have the capacity to bring, like to to draw into our toolbox and utilize these skills. Mm. And that's why you made a great point of, you know, when we are in a good space, we're having a good day. First thing I do, I'm always so freaking grateful Mm. for the days that I wake up and I have great mental health because, you know, we've both been in dark places. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is probably one of it's, one of the things that I do every day, affirmations and gratitude because it primes me for the day. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, you know, why I am worthy enough and reminds me of like how, you know, I have to put things into perspective of, you know, even thinking about mental health or thinking about what we have right now in the day-to-day. Um, it's it's great. And I think that's changed my
1: life. 100%. And that's that's definitely a topic like I, I really want to talk to you about as well. And I think mm-hmm. something our listeners really really enjoy because i found so much like my life has changed so much since i started like reaffirming myself doing these yes. affirmations in the morning making mm-hmm. them a priority mm-hmm. instead of something that fits in whenever it does yes and like it's so important to do it first thing in the morning it really does set the tone for how you are yeah um a hundred percent okay so before we ramble on for way too long yeah, yeah. I've, had, I've, I've had a great time like sharing I talking about this topic. It's been so good. Yeah, and if it's helped anyone out there at all, like, I'd love to have, like, someone who was in my ear telling me it was okay when I was going through all those mm-hmm. things and that it will get better. Mm-hmm. It always gets better. Like, mm-hmm. the only thing you can do is to not give up. Yeah, absolutely. Um So, to summarise the podcast, mm-hmm. if there's one thing that you could um, give to our listeners to take away, what would that one point be?
0: I think being... Open and honest and vulnerable. I think reaching out and you know knowing that it's it's okay to be experiencing um, anxiety and to have these these feelings in our body. It's you know let's normalize it. Let's you know educate more people about uh, anxiety and mental health and the health and the impacts that it does have on us all.
1: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. There's one thing that I could leave everyone with would be to. This being kind to yourself mm. on the daily, especially talking to yourself in your head, mm. I feel like that itself eliminates a lot of problems. Mm. And when you can talk, when you learn how to talk to yourself during your anxiety that is like that's the only voice that's the only friend you have in that moment absolutely and like you need that friend to be on your side you know Mm. you don't need that friend to be telling you bad dark Mm -hmm. things so if there's one thing I can leave everyone with would be just to practice even saying I love myself I love myself I love myself yeah and that would be it yeah I love that Laura Oh, thank (laughs) you for today's show I had it absolutely
0: it's been so good and i love you know i love that we can connect and share our experiences and um, what we've learned in the strategies that we've um you know we've had over time to um to connect with others and help them overcome some some of their own battles so it's been
1: so great laura so good hope you guys enjoyed the show um hopefully hopefully we'll see you in the next podcast